0: What is the weird thing your family serves during the holidays that you want no part of? 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer.
1: Yeah. Why are we
0: asking people this question? Well,
1: thank you very much for asking why we're asking. We're asking for the following story i read last night Mm -hmm. wisconsin department of health warns against eating the cannibal sandwich a traditional holiday dish in the state and many of you would you know through shock and horror go
0: cannibal sandwich what you're eating your family the cannibal lector special (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm.
1: well that it's a thing and actually some of you might have known or might know it as uh the tiger meat uh, tiger meat or cannibal sandwich now, this is something that uh a part of my family uh that I don't really interact with much anymore would serve traditionally is this why? at Christmas time, yeah, <laughs> well, because they all ate a bad batch of cannibal sandwich, and the Wisconsin Department of Health is warning people against this uh dish because well, it consists of raw ground beef on bread. Mm-mm. With sliced onions, salt, and pepper, and I have a distinct memory of this red rawness on uh, pieces of rye bread with slices of thick slices of white onion. Mm-hmm. um, and so they're just doing the reminder thing like you're all gonna die if you eat a cannibal sandwich, which also, is kind of funny feels if you' kind of
0: lazy it. to me, like we're gonna get meat, but we're not gonna cook it <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, hey.
0: Who's got time for that? It's the Uh, holidays. It's a busy holiday season. Just open a package Mm -hmm. and eat it.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to debate the appropriateness of the cannibal sandwich per se, but I do understand that every family has, or somewhere in their family, something that is put on the table every year that many probably younger people go, "Uh, ah, yeah, I'm not touching that. That's weird.
0: Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What is that dish for you? What is the thing that the family puts on the table for uh, the holidays, and you say, "No, not I. No, thank you." Uh, we'll take your calls here, Holly. Who do we have on the line? Mary is on the line. Hello, Mary. Mary, what is that weird thing your family serves during the holidays that you want absolutely oh, no part of? I hate green bean casserole. I don't know. What? I don't know hate if it. we can continue it, to speak. Mary. Yes, I'm sorry. Hate it. I was born in California and lived in Minnesota and is green bean casserole. It's like, what is this junk? Oh, my gosh. More (laughs) for us. Thank you, Mary, for your call. That
1: hurts me a little bit. No,
0: don't let it hurt you, Bradley. Just it's more for us. Just keep thinking. That's true. That's true. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the weird thing your family serves during the holidays you want no part of? Who else do we have on the line? Holly, Autumn's on the line. Hello, Autumn. Autumn, what is that weird thing your family uh, is trying to make you eat for the holidays and uh, you don't want to eat it? Yeah, it's kind of a family tradition. We, my family is from Alabama, from the Deep South, and my mom every Thanksgiving makes what's called oyster pie. Mm. Oyster pie. Oyster pie. <laughs> And you have to pronounce it like that. And and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's it's saltines and butter and milk and oysters. And it's just gross. It looks like it's just going to crawl off the table. And oh. her feelings get hurt if you don't at least put a little bit. So my siblings and I put a tiny little bit, and then we bury it underneath something else. <laughs> oh, nice. I love it. Well done. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank you for your call. I am now looking at oyster pie.
1: It's oyster pie.
0: Sorry. I'm uh, now looking at. Oyster Pa. <laughs> Thanks for your call. I, I would I don't know why I would try this though.
1: I would try yeah, but it. you also eat things like Ludafisk, herring.
0: Rude. No, you I are mean, this in a Scandinavian country. I am I not, am not
1: in a Scandinavian country.
0: Sorry, you're right. You're <laughs> <No>? in a Scandinavian <laughs> town. And lots of us do that stuff. I'm just saying. Uh who else do we have on the line, Holly? We have Nancy, hi, Nancy, Nancy. What is that thing that your family serves during the holidays and you want no part of it? Hi, Nancy. Hello, hi. What's that food item for you that your family is trying to make you eat? Yes, my husband's family puts out jello salad and it's not salad, oh, oh
1: no. Um, it's
0: Yes, jello. Uh, to me, a salad is green, like lettuce. But yeah, we won't. I don't eat the jello salad. Wait, What's, is like, it just what kind is it?
1: Yeah,
0: um, any kind, <laughs> So, without any flavor. Um, raspberry, orange, you know, kind of whatever. Okay, and you're just not having it because it's not a salad. I hear ya. Thank you for well, your call. Sticky... Yes, thanks for your call, Nancy. I. I like Jello salad. I do too. I I do understand though, like it is like that is not the right name for it. It doesn't feel like right, like calling it Jello salad. Yeah, but, like, but
1: like, so for example, I'm I, here
0: for this. Whatever. I do
1: it love is. Snicker salad.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know that one.
1: Oh yeah, you, uh, you've probably had it. Well, you may have seen it anyway downstairs in our cafeteria over the last few months. It's like apples. Um, like whip topping, mm. and then pieces of Snicker bar.
0: Ooh, that sounds nice. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's so good. Real but good. I, I, when I see like those kinds of salads, I think of like chicken salad.
0: hmm You know? Sure.
1: It's a sure, creamy that preparation. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: who else do we have on the line, Holly? <laughs> Kelly's on the line. Hello, Kelly. Kelly, what is the weird thing your family tries to serve you during the holidays and you want no part of it? Herring.
1: I'm I'm with you, honey.
0: I feel it. Have you tried it? No, seriously, when I was a kid, those big spices in there, whatever they are, I thought they were the fish eyes. Oh, (gasps) yeah, the big peppercorns. And then, like, the shimmery skin. I have never touched this stuff. My husband loves it, and I'm like, well, you have to go over there and Oh, my gosh, you are missing out. No, I'm not. It's so good. I feel like what you also (laughs) need is a different kind of marinade might be a good thing for you. Like, maybe, like, a sour cream marinade or maybe, like, a mustard marinade. You might enjoy those because they don't have the big peppercorns in them that look like fish eyes. I hear you. (laughs) I, I just, you just haven't had the right herring.
1: Yeah, I used to or, hear that all the time from women. <laughs> you just haven't found the
0: right one. woman.
1: <laughs> you just maybe try a different marinade. Oh, you
0: guys, do you I love eat the herring. herring cooked or do you eat it raw? No, it's cooked. Oh, okay. It's cured. Because when it's raw, it's pretty decent. Just get some onions and pickles
1: um, and eat it with a
0: little... Toothpick, put it, well, yeah, or like put it on a cracker, or what you know, I've, there's so many ways you can enjoy your herring.
1: What I, <laughs> those are just not words. have <sighs> many ways you can enjoy your herring. I'm bringing herring for. A I'm bringing herring back. <laughs> um, Ugh. it's funny because I actually enjoy a good sardine or two, but I want no part of herring for some oh, reason. See, I, I think like it's I've because never had it's a like sa-
0: I've never had a sardine. I
1: think it's because it's just like swimming. And, like, you can see it, like, floating? I don't know.
0: For the record, earlier today, Bradley said to me off the air, it's because you love to eat dead fish. And (laughs) I just wanted to point out (laughs) that when you're eating fish, they're dead. All of them. Yeah. Regardless. It's true.
1: It's very true. Unless it's, like, those weird... You know, fish that they serve at the sushi bar, and it's like alive, and that's raw. Mm-hmm.
0: I will just open up a jar of herring and go to town. Oh really, you really? Oh yes, I love herring. Um, but that's do you listen, like
1: lutefisk too? I uh,
0: I don't mind lutefisk. I don't like. It's not like I get. Here's the thing. To me. Lutefisk is just melted. It's a vehicle for melted butter. Yeah.
1: It just tastes like um, snot.
0: And I like all the... It doesn't taste like, butter like snot. snot. Yeah. Because it it's gelatinous. It has very a weird gelatinous. Texture yeah. It's gelatinous. But um, I appreciate the whole entire experience <laughs> of Lutefisk. No, I know this sounds ridiculous. No, but, there's
1: a rich cultural history. Yeah. Yes. Like a Lutefisk dinner
0: that. is like the quintessential... Norwegian Lutheran experience, I'll and take, I appreciate that.
1: I'll take the you know every other thing that's on that plate other than the lutefisk. You want I'm the le- you'll that. do the
0: lefse. You want some lingonberries, some
1: Swedish some meatballs.
0: meatballs. You know, a little uh, a little potato situation. Yeah, You're there a for potato that potato
1: situation. I am here but, for.
0: I but I just love the whole church basement vibe and all that the Ludafisk represents so that's my feeling about Ludafisk. when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show more Ludafisk feelings just kidding we're gonna talk about Perez Hilton what that's a blast from the past we have not talked about him in a hot moment we'll do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 107.1 we gotta talk about Perez Hilton on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer.
1: Hi.
0: And we haven't talked about Perez Hilton in like four and a half hot seconds. Why are we talking about him today?
1: We're talking about him because he got kicked off TikTok. Mm. Which is a thing that happens these days. Right? Well, apparently it's easier than we think. And that's kind of the trajectory of this story. There's a piece in the New York Times about um, Perez Hilton versus the fan armies. The celebrity blogger was banned from TikTok on Saturday, and a move he says was influenced by the app's Mm. biggest stars. So it appears that um, Perez Hilton, and for those of you who maybe don't know much about a perez hilton how would you describe him to the lay audience
0: so perez hilton was one of kind of the ogs when it comes to online gossip mongers and um he made a name for himself in the uh online sphere um but also was actually partially responsible for the success of um lady gaga uh at the time, he was qu- he was very influential when it came to Hollywood gossip.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And he had a lot of strong opinions. Like, the thing that uh, marked or um, set Perez Hilton apart was his snarky, bitchy, like, negative... Like, he was very... Rude? Uh, <laughs> rude, but there's another word... Uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Keeper of my words. Uh, Controversial? Like, yeah. he... he He just would go there, right? Like, and he was dropping the tea or Mm -hmm. like, uh, however you want to describe it. Well, then he kind of changed his tune because the culture changed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, fans, the um, just ever presence of social media and sort of a changing culture kind of were like, okay, you're just a jerk and you seem to just go after people unnecessarily he really did sort of take on that role and that changed him and he kind of went away for a while and came back and Mm -hmm. he was like a nicer version of himself well apparently he's been up to his old tricks over on the tiktok and providing the same sort of celebrity commentary um he would say he's changed and has maybe you know um softened his his harsh uh, take on things to a certain extent, but that has not kept fans of the people for whom he has commented on from coming after him, and it's because of that those quote fan armies, mm-hmm. which uh, it are a total um example of the world that we live in that now it's not enough to just sort of be a fan of, like, Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be Katy Perry. In this case, it would be, what's her name? Charlie Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, so she's, like, the most, you know, famous, popular person on TikTok. Like, she has billions of people following her. And if Perez Hilton gets kind of snarky with her, her fans are gonna come after Him. him. And they do things like mass report his TikToks, his comments, like ban, you know, um, saying he should be banned, et cetera, et cetera, and that that led to ultimately him being banned for um, violating community guidelines. So on the one hand, he really did violate, according to the people at TikTok, the community standards of TikTok. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this New York Times piece, Perez Hilton says basically. Um, I'm just doing what I've always done. And it's just that these celebrities now have these ridiculous fan armies who can sort of overwhelm the system uh, and, you know, take people out that they don't approve of.
0: I mean, he's not entirely wrong. It is such a weird, like living, breathing organism. TikTok is. And there's a whole culture associated with TikTok that those of us who are not on TikTok don't even understand.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's and it's for real. Like, I understand that TikTok is a thing. And I, I also understand I don't understand everything about TikTok. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, been on TikTok. I watch TikToks, blah, blah, blah. Like, nearly a day goes by that somebody doesn't, like, send, send you a, a TikTok. TikTok. And what it's kind of annoying. Me so crazy. It annoys me because, it like, you have to go to the TikTok to see the TikTok. Yeah. And then I get stuck on TikTok and I'm in a hole on TikTok. I get
0: irritated by it because I'm like, um, maybe, like, send me a, like, talk to me about life and the world like when i get <laughs> oh, like a honey. lot of tiktoks we i'm don't like do that anymore okay i guess we don't it's fine whatever like i'm trying to get used to it i'm trying to be like okay this is what we do right now we send tiktoks yeah to each other
1: um and and perez talks about this he goes not only do they band together and mass report your account they mass report your comments so you're banned from commenting for several days or a week i was getting death threats daily um he thinks "Oh, it's
0: such a gross play that's horrible it is such a gross place Yeah, for that. Like, people are so unfiltered and just angry. Go on, sorry.
1: Yeah, no. Um, you know, TikTok's like, hey, we're deeply committed to maintaining a welcoming and supportive community. So we have standards, and you violated those. So I think both things can be true. But what I found interesting about this story is just um, how, like... Nothing changes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) because this is literally the same stuff we've been talking about, you know, whether it was on Twitter or I mean, whatever social platform, right? It's just that TikTok is a far larger audience Mm -hmm. now for a certain group uh, or generation. I mean, the other thing is this isn't just about likes because I can hear a lot of people out there who maybe don't have a large familiarity with TikTok or apps like it. This is not just about, like, I have lots of followers. Those followers are translated into real money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes.
1: Like, so, this, like, by Perez Hilton getting banned, that took money out of his pocket immediately. That's income. Yeah.
0: That's now out.
1: And I'm not defending anything that Perez Hilton has said or done. I'm saying the power that... um, People wield on platforms yeah. like TikTok can have actual financial impact on people's yeah. lives.
0: And it is on him for mm-hmm. sure. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots. After this on my talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk1071, One. streaming live at my talk1071.com. Everything Entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer. Hi And these are your Crazy Stupid Idiots
1: Well then I guess one could say That's a crazy stupid idiot
0: Colleen and Bradley present CSI It stands for Crazy
1: Stupid Idiots It sure does Why? Well because the world Is full of crazy stupid idiots Dumb people Doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 Like where?
0: We will be going to a uh, Target in Los Angeles. Oh okay. Huh. oh, okay. Nice. So uh these guys were at this target on Friday. And they were like, oh, man, it's been a rough year. We want stuff, but stuff costs money, and we don't have money because pandemic. Mm -hmm. I get it. It's a rough time. But so they were like, "Um, why don't we just take the stuff? So they did. That's called shoplifting, and it's wrong. But what happened next will change your life forever.
1: Oh, no. I don't know if I can handle it. I've changed my life a lot.
0: Well, get ready to change it some more. Okay. They were tackled. (gasps) What? As they were running away from the scene. Oh, no. One of them got tackled in the parking lot. Oh, no. By, wait for it, a man in a red suit. (gasps) You know him as... Satan? Santa. Oh, Santa! Oh, sorry. Jeez, wrong guy in the red suit. It's not me, baby. Santa. No. Oh. so Santa tackled him in the in the parking lot, and then the other guy, because he was with him too, got stopped by Santa's helper, an elf,
1: Rudolph, and held oh, him an at elf.
0: gunpoint.
1: Whoa! What? Elves have guns.
0: Yeah, this elf <laughs> did. You know why? Oh. This is genius. Because you to security?
1: Because he knows Santa? whether you've been naughty or nice?
0: And the elf were undercover cops who were working at Target to keep oh my an eye out for so the shoplifters. Not Look at this you. video. Whoa, Do you it's see so the video? It's, it's like the French connection. Popeye Doyle. I don't know that. Sure. i are going to go away now.
1: <laughs> i'm just watching the video of uh the elf holding the guy at gunpoint i
0: mean it happened and it was And a there's real santa cop. goes
1: running down the hill like
0: i'll get you i'm gonna get you and I he mean, tackles him why didn't he have a sleigh
1: how oh. santa's looking pretty fit
0: i mean yes and santa has to be when he's Chasing after so
1: Santa, in addition to just being an amazing like gift giver, is also a crime yeah, crime fighter. fighter.
0: You guys, it's amazing! Wow, wow.
1: I'm looking forward to the
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Netflix series Santa Man.
0: How does he all fit in into one 24 hour day? That's a really good question. huh? I mean,
1: he's got all the days, so he's busy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, who, where are we going next, Trainer?
1: All right, so um, that was where uh, North Pole.
0: That was at the North Pole, yep, in okay. Los Angeles. North Pole, Los Angeles.
1: Uh, well, I want to take you to New Orleans. New Nar- want- Orleans, I believe is how
0: you say it, but nice try.
1: Or now New Orleans, for those of us in the Midwest.
0: That's how we know you're not native.
1: Yeah. Are you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I want to tell you about a gentleman by the name of Rutledge Dees Fourth. Okay.
0: I was wondering his last name was nuts. <laughs> yep, there it is. Well... <laughs>
1: Rutledge D's is nuts.
0: Thank you. Uh
1: for this particular story. Okay, what happened? So now I want you to do me a favor and uh sit down at on your uh, chaise lounge a and read a paper. Like Sunday paper. You're looking you're through the me one is right now. Yeah, yeah. Just pretend you're oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Reclining on uh-huh. your chaise. Mm-hmm. It's Sunday. You've got your
0: that sounds nice. Coffee. So oh, nice big mug of coffee. Yeah.
1: Reading through the want ads, and you're like, you know, I just need to get a part time job right now. I could use some extra money for the holidays. I'm bored. I like, I want to do good. Oh, here's an ad asking for an assistant somebody to help a person um, with different abilities. Okay, okay, so you feel like you're gonna do good, yeah. you're gonna help this person, yeah, and life's gonna be better. That's a worthy thing, and that's exactly what had happened. There's only one problem, uh-oh, that's not what happened. Somebody did respond to uh the ad, and it was actually more than one woman who responded to the ad, and the ad was to help this guy's brother who had... Uh, let's see how they describe it because I want to make sure I'm being clear.
0: Some sort of differing ability, different abilities.
1: Uh, he had posed on baby. Uh, Mr. D's had posed on babysitting apps, or had posted on babysitting apps for his brother, a man named Corey with mental and physical disabilities, and it required those women to do things like take care of him. But they had to take care of him. Um, he asked them to to treat. Corey, as if he were a child. Oh, okay. And Corey was wearing a uh,
0: diaper. Diaper. Okay.
1: And the women had to change the diaper. Okay. There's only one problem.
0: Oh my gosh! He wasn't. He was not. There is able. no
1: Corey. <gasps> there oh. is only Mister D's. Mister D's the fourth posed oh. as Corey. Posed as a person with developmental disabilities posed as somebody who wore a diaper and needed to be treated oh, like a child no, 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 because no. he wanted women to change his diaper.
0: Oh, no. I He has... I hope he's seeing someone... <laughs> And I mean a professional who's qualified. actually, he's seeing the police. That's also a good thing.
1: Because he, of course, was pulling a fast one. Um, This is not real. He completely created this entire narrative and uh, walked around uh, wearing a diaper, getting women to change his diaper, because that was clearly a thing for him. And these women, of course, were victims of his betrayal. Oh, my gosh. Um. One of them said, I used to believe that almost every... This is how this kind of stuff doesn't just, like... It's not just a story that you tell people that this is something that happened to you. One of the victims said, I used to believe that almost everyone in the world was inherently good. In this case, I was wrong.
0: Oh, that's awful. He
1: did plead guilty and remained locked up uh, until... Last April, when his lawyers had successfully argued that his bail should be reduced, um, he pleaded guilty to possession of meth and Ugh. drug paraphernalia and four counts of human trafficking. Oh, I
0: hope he's getting some help. I mean, he's. He's. Also. Being held accountable. If the if the help includes so being in prison. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, ready for the next story? Yes. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say this is not really, I would not say that this person is a crazy, stupid idiot, but this story is bonkers. Okay. Okay, so this is a story about a mother and daughter, Jody Cruz, 38, and her daughter, Isabella, eight. They are from Deal, Kent, so I think we're in the... UK, mm-hmm. and um, Mrs. Cruz or Ms. Cruz and her daughter were um, on the beach, and they saw something that they thought was whale vomit. Yep, oh, I yeah. Oh, yeah, ambergris. Yep, exactly. That
1: can earn you some money.
0: And they were like, we're going to take that home. So they picked it. They poked it. Um, <laughs> she said uh, it looked like whale vomit. She said, I could find out by poking it with a hot pin. And so... When she would poke it with a hot pin, she said a puff of white smoke would come out. But she was like, "Well, that. Well, let's take it home and like figure it out when we get home." So they took it home, and it was in their kitchen. And guess what happened? It blew up. You know why? What? It was a grenade. It was a World War II grenade that um, burned itself out in the sink. Melted part of the plastic windowsill, damaged the sink, and filled the Holy whole house crap. with smoke. They were fine. They were fine. Um, they, they, you know, they didn't get hurt. And you can see the a picture of the damage that My it God, did in insane. their kitchen. It's it crazy. does look like
1: a piece of whale vomit, much or like a just a big turd. It's super. It does weird. not look anything like, like a, a grenade. grenade.
0: No, it's this like very strange shape. Um... She said I posted photos um on fossil and archaeology sites and had lots of replies, but no one suggested it was possible that it could be a grenade. Um Yeah, isn't that interesting?
1: That's so weird. I yeah. Know, it's this bloggers. is like like uh I have been on vacations before where I've been at the beach and I'm like, Oh, look at this big shell. I'm gonna take this home. And then I don't because I think there could be something living in there and right. the last thing I want is for it to like shrivel out and like, like, fall out into my luggage,
0: yeah. To have it like on the way home, and then you open up your luggage, and there's like something crawling around in yeah, there. Nope, it is the weirdest shape, but there it is. It's, it's an like a 80 year old grenade left over from World War II. Probably was washed up by storms and high tides on this particular beach that they were wandering around on. It's
1: amazing that it can still go off after 80 years,
0: isn't that nuts? Yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was, again, not crazy, stupid idiot, but just crazy.
1: Yeah. Be very
0: careful what you bring into your home. It's true. People and blobs alike. It's so true. Uh, when we arrive back in this very same place, it will be time to play a game. And that game is called The Throwback Live. Live? We'll do that after this on My talk one oh seven one.
1: Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search